0: You're listening to the Tech Edition podcast, episode number eighty nine, Flaccid. Welcome everybody to the Tech Edition podcast. I'm your host, Sergio. Hi everybody. I'm Clarence.
1: And I am Kitty Brown.
0: This is our eighty ninth episode. Eighty nine. Did you know that eighty nine is a is the number of a popular Texas instruments. Graphing calculator? Uh, so is 83 and
1: 84, <laughs> 85,
2: 86, and 87, and 88. Look, 80, 89 is go. a
0: very boring number.
2: <laughs>
0: That's all we could get, man. <laughs> it, it's also the natural number following 88, but yeah.
2: Wow, you know it's bad when we have to make a TI reference just to. Find
0: something that correlates. Oh, and we're not even talking about the rapper. Oh, man. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, welcome. Uh, we're going to talk about some tech news. Uh, we're also going to talk about some video game stuff. We're also going to talk about what we're watching. Um, but first up is news, and we're going to let Carrie jump in and talk about Steam.
1: Next time I'm going to talk about a codec called Silk. Um... If you don't know, Silk is what's used for the voice communication on Skype, and um, if you ever use Steam – well, if you ever used Steam before last week, you know that the um, audio communication is crap, or it was crap, but now they use Silk. (laughs) Silk is the codec that Skype uses for its voice chat, and it makes your voice sound silky smooth, at least compared to um, the the former – voice codec, which sounded like a walkie-talkie. But, um, people complain about Skype, but this is like, to me, this is huge, because me and Andy play games on Steam a lot, and I used to not even want to use the voice chat because it sucks so much. But, um, it's an interesting development, at least for me.
0: Yeah, I can agree. They, their voice chat was pretty horrible. Yeah, I- <laughs> I've even heard of people playing games over Steam and then just running Skype simultaneously. Yeah, that's a-
1: yeah, that's what that's what I, that's what we used to do is just use Skype. So yeah,
2: yeah. Has has anyone used the uh has used Voice Channel on Xbox Live since they did the update? Uh, yeah, it's much better. Yeah, I haven't used it, so I really
1: it's it's way it's way better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope so. Wow. It's like
1: like as as huge as the leap is from whatever Steam was using to Silk, it was like it was like astronomically um, more significant on Xbox Live because you can actually hear people talk now. Where they used to sound like hey you hey, hey. it's like hey man, how you doing? They don't sound like you can actually understand them
0: now, now. Now you can clearly hear all of their insults.
1: And them telling you your mother's a whore.
0: Mm-hmm. You can hear them rage quitting and everything.
1: Speaking of rage quitting, <laughs> Apple <sue> and Amazon. <laughs> over the the generic app store name um I'll give you some details as soon as this page loads which I should have had opened already um doo, 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 doo. okay the short of it is uh, um Amazon released the App Store <laughs> a application store for phone for Android phones um this past week and I mean they're they're doing pretty well they're, there's a new version of Angry Birds called Angry Birds Rio, and they're giving away free – they're actually going to be giving away a free app every week, a free paid app. But anyway, Apple got all the because it's called the Amazon App Store, or maybe it's called Amazon Android. Let me just look on my phone. It's the Amazon – I think it's the Amazon Android App Store, so there's no way you can confuse that with the Apple one. And um, apparently – yeah, App Store for Android is what it's called. But anyway, they're going to change. Sorry, go
2: ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry, Apple. Apple is a generic, <laughs> a generic name. I um,
1: mean, this yeah, like like A- Apple was saying this was like the same thing as Microsoft using Windows, but I'm like, No, it's not. It would be the same as if like if Windows was called operating system <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah true. Th-
1: th- th- this would be the same thing, but it's just like App Store is so generic. It's been around since like the early days of computing in the eighties. Or that I guess that would be not the early days, but the earlier days. Twenty it's been around for over twenty years. So I mean the term app store app the term app more more um accurately but it's, i think it's just ridiculous and i hope that microsoft gets this overturn
2: i mean it, you mean, it, I, if you mean
0: amazon
1: no no microsoft's yeah. actually suing apple too because they're, they're suing them over the app store thing they're trying to get the patent office to overturn the patent the patent that they granted apple for app store I'm so yeah they, they play into it too
2: yeah i mean i agree with you that with the microsoft reference because i mean App Store is almost the literal definition of what it is—application store—and like Windows, if you just said Windows, it gives you no inclination that it means operating system. So,
0: I mean, it's just dumb. I mean, and, come on, Apple. And and what's what's even stranger is, yeah, technically they're competition, but you're not gonna have both stores on the same phone. Yeah. So it's it's not like someone can accidentally visit the. The, you know, the Android App Store trying to get to the Apple App Store.
1: Now, the only thing, the only thing, I like, I'm not, I'm just playing devil devil's advocate here, but the only thing that may be a problem is that, like, you can actually buy App Store apps from Amazon.com. So there could be some person that doesn't really know, that you can only buy Apple stuff or, or whatever. It, there, there is, there is some room for confusion, but the the ninety, not, I think it's like nine percent of people will know that you, you know, Android is not Apple. But you can go on Amazon.com, buy an application, it'll ask for your phone number, and it sends a message to your phone. <laughs> You download and you download. Uh, you download the app store and then you install apps. So, I mean, there there could be possibly some confusion, but I think it's it's just a little overblown by Apple. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
0: Time yeah. shall tell. Well, uh, Clarence.
2: You- uh, yeah. So 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 there's been uh, some big deals going on lately, or one big deal uh, should I say? Well, big um, deal. Yeah. So when you think about the big four, or maybe it's just the big two and a small two, <laughs> you have uh, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and Sprint. And over the, I think this happened on the 20th this past week. Uh, yeah. Uh, AT&T is set, all set up to acquire T-Mobile from Dorsh Telecom uh, for a reported $39 billion, That's what it be dollars
0: billion dollars
1: dude there's no way the fcc is going to approve this no way
2: yeah i don't know why why would you why would you say that that i mean it's obviously the only uh gsm carrier we ha- carriers we have in the us right now but why would this be something that they wouldn't approve i mean
1: well i mean i know they've become real excellent on the monopoly thing but i just think about how at&t already pretty much owns like as far as market share, they pretty much own internet access. They pretty much own well, not well. The the Vo- the VoIP thing is kind of hurting them as far as like telco, but they're still. I, I imagine they're still. They they absorbed all the baby bills in like the late 2000s or reabsorbed them. So I mean, they've got. They're probably the biggest phone company, and now they're going to be biggest cell phone company. Like really? Yeah.
0: weren't weren't it, it, weren't they the biggest cell company before Verizon bought Altel?
1: No, um, Sprint was. Really? Sprint, Sprint, Sprint. Like right now, Sprint is the biggest um phone company. Really? Right now.
2: Yeah. Are you saying cell phone or just phone? Cell, here? cell
1: phone company. I'm sorry. Really? really? Yeah, Sprint is the biggest cell phone company.
0: Yeah. I I, I know no one with a cell, with a Sprint phone. No one. Neither do I. Zero people. <laughs> if I
1: if I'm not mistaken, they're the biggest.
0: I thought Verizon was the biggest.
1: I don't think Verizon is. They might be though, but I'm well, pretty sure Sprint. <laughs> well,
2: well, whoever it may be, we have to do a little research on that. Uh, like many people saying that, you know, this was an acquisition for the alleged 4G uh, technology that T-Mobile may or may not have. But uh, a lot uh, is kind of looking like this was an acquisition for the spectrum that they're using. Because, I mean, we all know AT&T and T-Mobile devices, high-speed networks, are not compatible at all at this point. They use different bands. So there's going to have to be a lot of, I well, mean.
1: Everything's moving to LTE anyway. So like true, in, true. in two or three years, they're all going to be using LTE.
2: Yeah, that's true. But but as of this point, T-Mobile has no LTE infrastructure. They may have been starting on it, but they have no, nothing that's out uh, for in, in use right now. Yeah, yeah. So I mean it. This the this, this spectrum thing makes a lot of sense because you know they have um, I don't know a whole bunch of details of how the spectrum things work, but it's a certain range that each company can buy from the government that they own. So I don't know. Do, do, I think,
1: and, I, and I do I do retract my earlier statement. It is Verizon. I don't know why I was thinking
2: <laughs> <spring>. <laughs> Yeah, oh, everybody loses with this though, I think.
1: But yeah, it's it's like I I just think about those commercials where they trash in AT and T and now they're gonna have to stop airing them.
2: Yeah.
1: With the hot woman saying I'm a my Touch 3G and
2: yeah, and it's breaking up and then when he walks, out, she make, <laughs> they
1: should make a new one where the, the the little the the iPhone like walks up to her and slapper's like I own you now.
2: Oh, <laughs> Shut up yeah but but yeah a t t will be your only g s m choice uh in the u s pretty much yeah but like you say, everything's going to LTE anyway so
1: I, I i still don't i still don't know how I feel about this though no, nah, i mean, it's not gonna affect me at because. yeah,
2: well, it's gonna probably. be over a year before they actually complete the deal and start
0: i guess combining the companies so we have some time to see how it plays out. Yeah the, the 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 only the only problems I see with it is the disappearance of more competition, and you know the the, the less competition, the higher the prices.
1: Well, I mean the prices are pretty ridiculous right now. So yeah,
0: well, so yeah, and uh, moving
2: on to some gaming news. Uh, in Gadget reports that the Sony Next Generation Portable, uh, all games will be downloadable. And and guess what? Some may be even download only.
0: Well, that makes sense. Like, they they already tried this once, and it failed. So, might as well try it again as long as you have that physical media to fall back on there's no reason not to try this except for you know pissing off retailers and all
2: yeah and actually andrew house the uh the europe sony computer entertainment guy the main guy over there actually said this and he said that he would like for it to be simultaneous uh uh, uh, distribution of the digital and the physical at the same time uh, like we said, this is the eventual future, but I still yes, don't. I still don't know. If enough, <laughs> I still don't know if enough people have broadband for this to actually take off. I Dude,
0: guess.
2: Just, I, I guess enough of the diehard people have it for it to take off, but.
1: Just think about how many people download games on their cell phones and don't do it over wireless network. They they do it on their computer and they transfer them to their phone, or or they do it over Wi-Fi. I mean. This makes sense to me, I, but to me, the PSP Go makes sense. I guess it was just ahead of its time, maybe, but like, physical media is so overrated these days.
0: Well, there's still a ridiculous size of, of market share that relies solely on physical media.
1: True, and, and I mean, if you think about how small the, the Sony PSP market share was compared to the 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 nintendo product i mean i i guess you, i guess you have a point there but like i said this thing this thing comes out later this year and it the the physical media thing shrinking and this is going to be flash memory i mean it's not going to be umd's it's going to be like what an sd card
0: it's it's uh basically an sd card it's going to be shaped different it's it's going to be much like a like a ds card
2: yeah and i know like a lot of people when um was it the DS where you can go and download content at best, not Best Buy, but um, the the GameStops and stuff like that? Was it the DS? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like DS download
2: yeah. stations. So, yeah, I, I know a lot of people saying stuff like that. Download stations, you know, kiosks spread in Walmart yeah. or wherever could could supplement the people that don't have high speed. But I mean, we haven't seen a good example of that actually working as far as digital downloads go. But,
1: but my my thing is this though: if you if you don't have high speed internet, you have no business buying one of these systems because <laughs> you can get high speed internet for what thirty bucks a month now. Like you have, you don't need to be buying a PSP if you if you don't have high speed internet. Yeah, well, but yeah, it's, it, unless, it's not unless you're always
2: 12. the money. If-
1: if you can't get it that's one thing. If if you're in the area, if you're in a rural area, but what I'm just saying like if 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 you if you're living in in a in a metropolitan area and you can't afford broadband, you probably don't need to be buying one of these systems. That's
0: that that that, that is a huge statement you just made.
1: I think it's true. <laughs> you you probably don't need to be buying a PSP or 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 game system if you can't afford the internet. Wow, because the internet <laughs> is cheap.
0: <laughs> oh
2: man, it's,
1: it's not like it's a hundred bucks a month.
0: It's, yeah,
2: it is. <laughs> Calm down, I would <laughs> admit. You can
1: you, you can you can get DSL for twenty four dollars a month now. Like really? Are we are we having this argument?
0: Well, <laughs> no, no, no. no I, it's just uh, I, we're ignoring so such a large market share, though, with that statement. There's a lot of people who who own a PSP don't even know it can go online. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but to Gary... Don't, don't even care <laughs> that it can go online. They, you know like, the, like, the, you mean,
1: like 70-year-old grandmas?
2: Yeah, I mean, in the age where we have cell phones... My 11-year-old my it, my nephew, nephew,
1: nephew has PSP, and he knows that it can get on the internet. I mean, it's not a secret.
0: You have a smart nephew. Because we're we're dealing with the general population, and and there is no there is no limit to what they don't. Dude, know. I work I
1: work, I worked at Walmart for five years. I, I see. <laughs> so I, did I I. I, know where, I. I know where you're going with it, but I just I if 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 you buy this system, and and they tell you or like you you you're gonna you're gonna have to. I mean, if if you can't get any, if you don't see any games. Somebody's gonna tell you, you have to download these over the internet. Oh, okay. I don't have the internet, then. I guess I, I guess I don't need to buy this.
0: <laughs> and that's why the PlayStation Go or the PSP Go was such a huge success.
1: Dude, it, the Dreamcast flopped, but that didn't it, that didn't it didn't it didn't mean that the internet the consoles shouldn't be connected to the internet. It was just a little too early. That's all it meant.
0: Well, I'm not saying that, that all digital isn't the future. We know it's the future. It's just it's it's still way too early to cut the cut the strings. Way too early. Well, yeah. they're
1: not they're yeah. not cutting the strings though. I was just making an yeah. argument.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we're talking about this right now for the PSP.
2: But but I mean, look at music. I mean, there's CD,
1: <laughs> the CD. The CD will s- never go away.
2: The
0: CD is dead. I, I, Physical media. I, I read an article the other day that's said that the last CD will be sold in the year 2015. I don't know about all and, that. And, th- you know, that's that that's kind of out there, but that, that, from from what I understand, that's it when it's it supposed to be dead.
1: Me. It wouldn't surprise me because, dude, the music industry, as it is, as it used to be, is pretty much dead.
0: Yeah, very true.
1: You know, there's no fine... fine uh, um, Abu Dhabi and staying in the mountains for a month or for a year to make a record or flying to South Africa, like Paul McCartney did with wings to record band. People don't do that crap anymore. (laughs) I mean, it's just, they don't make enough off the, off the music. Like what's her name? Um, Lady Gaga. She only sold 2.2 million CDs. I think last year. I mean, it's just, I say only if you think about like, like not even that long ago, like when Outkast came out with their CD, the speaker box, a Little below CD, they sold they sold like fifteen million copies of that CD.
0: Yeah, yeah, ten ten years ago, it was it it was very easy for a for a huge act to sell three million copies in a week. But just,
1: just, but just think about how big Lady Gaga is, though. Like she's as popular as like is. Just about anybody besides Michael Jackson has been in the past what ten years. Right. She only sold two million CDs. Yeah, it's dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, talking more game news or pseudo game news. It's like game sports news, sports game news. So uh, it's March and everyone is doing their their silly little brackets. You can vote for crap online, and, and Madden Twelve, you know, next year's Madden, assuming it comes out, you know, in time for the football season. That may or may not happen. Uh, they're they're doing a, a vote and a bracket to see who's going to be the cover athlete. Each team is represented by one player, like Packers Aaron Rodgers, uh, Chargers Philip Rivers, you know, Michael Vick for the the, the Eagles, but. One team that's not really represented is the Seahawks, and you know, as as both of you probably know, the Seahawks finished with a losing record last year, but still made it to the playoffs. <laughs> they put the and put and put the defending <laughs> champions out. They still apparently don't have a player good enough to put on the front of Madden 12 because their representative in this bracket is the 12th man or the fans.
1: To me, that makes sense, dude, because they have the they have the loudest arena in in the NFL. Um, so uh, to me, it make it's it you can t- you can look at it as as kind of a, a jab in the face, but that like really is a significant thing there. That's that's one of the reasons they whooped the Saints because they couldn't hear
0: anything. <laughs> what the hell do they do if they win though? What what, what if the 12th man wins? <laughs> I guess they know what he won't. <laughs>
1: And, I mean, you know, they could have put Marshawn Lynch on the cover, the guy that ran over, like, 15 Saints to score that touchdown.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he would he would deserve it.
1: Well, I guess it would be 11 because there's only 11 people on the field. But he ran over the whole team to score a touchdown. So, I mean, they've, they've got some good players. I just think it speaks to how significant that advantage is at their field.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of want it to win, though. I, I would, I would love to see that on the cover of Madden.
1: Personally, I voted for Danny Woodhead, but who's counting?
0: Oh, see, I, I I voted for a bunch bunch of them. One of them was the twelfth man, and I will then vote next round if if the twelfth man makes it.
2: Yes, yeah, so, and we'll talk about them moving the kickoff up five yards on the next podcast.
1: Oh gosh! Don't <laughs> get <laughs> me start Don't get me started on that. Oh my goodness! It is. <laughs> yes.
0: gosh. Oh, well, man. speaking of things that have been moved up five yards. Duke Nukem's been delayed again, fellas.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Stop the presses.
0: Oh, man. As soon as everyone thought, oh, we got a developer who can finish this game. It's going to it's gonna ship. We know it's going to ship. They delayed it a month. Now, instead of it coming out May 3rd, now it's going to be out June 14th. Oh, man. This is so bad. I believe,
1: believe it comes out when it's in the store and I'm not buying it. That's... that's, that's, that's that's when I see it in the store and I just glance over it. That that's when I'll believe it's out.
2: But how, how can a game like Bulletstorm come out of nowhere and not even know anything about it? But this game is like supposed to well, work. Right? They,
1: like see, that's that's the missing section. People think this game's been being worked on for twelve years. I guarantee you, Gearbox when they when whoever it's at least owns been a year Gearbox,
2: and a half out when
1: they when they bought the license, they started a completely new game and just kept the name. Like this, like I, this, there's no way they've been to, anybody's been to, like the 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 content has been carried over for that long. There, there's no way.
0: Well, I I know what I what I think happened is is they worked on it. And they never finished it, and then they decided, let's work on it again. And they had to completely rebuild the engine and move it to, you know, new systems. And so they started a over. completely new game. Yeah, had to make a completely new game. And, <laughs> and then they got, then they were like, eh, no, this kind of sucks. And so they, you know, they let it sit aside for about a year. And then they decided, no, let's pick this back up. And they had to move it to new systems again.
2: I'm gonna call it right now. This is gonna be a huge flop. It's it's not gonna sell anything.
1: It's going to sell, yeah. but it's also going to suck.
0: Yeah, it, it all like whether or not it has staying power will depend on whether or not it's good. But that first week, it's gonna sell like gangbusters.
1: I said people are just that's like whoever own whoever bought the iPad is is a genius.
0: Gearbox Gearbox I mean, straight it, up bought it.
1: It would be like if Sonic Extreme came out. <laughs> The canceled Sega Saturn Sonic that never happened. People would buy it just because they would buy it just because of that.
0: I'd, I'd buy it.
1: Or you know the Final Fantasy that the, the tech demo that they made on the N64 before Final Fantasy 7, or or any number of games that have been canceled. You know they they buy it just because this is something that I thought I'd never get to play, so I'm going to buy it
2: like a sheep.
0: Okay. Okay, so so the only direct analogue we have for this thing is Chinese Democracy. By Guns N' Roses. Or I'm sorry, by Axl Rose, and Friends. Let's see how well it did.
1: Well nobody likes Axl Rose.
0: That's true. So. But it 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 was delayed for like ten years before coming out. And it looks like it went platinum. So off the name. Yeah. Guns
1: and Roses, even though it's not.
0: Yeah. Well, that does it for news. Uh, let's jump straight to what we're watching. Carrie, what you watching?
1: Oh, right now I'm watching the Tech Pedition Podcast Agenda. But yesterday, or I guess that would be two days ago, I watched Limitless. And I was pleasantly surprised. I did not expect much Um. But, you know, basically the gist of it is there's this guy, he's a he's a starving artist, or I guess he's a starving author, starving author. Um, He's he's apparently got a book deal, but he's got writer's block and he can't really figure out what he wants to write about. And his girlfriend leaves him and he lives in a crappy apartment and um, he runs into his ex brother in law. I guess that's how you say it. Brother-in-law
0: X. So the, du- the dude was married and, to his um, sister. He,
1: he hands him a pill, and he's like, here, this one's on the house. And um, so he takes the pill, and he has like his, – like, his mind like clears, and he remembers crap that he just glanced at like 20 years ago, and he becomes super, super intelligent. I guess it unlocks all the brain power or something. But anyway, he has, like, this uber-productive night, and um, basically the story – I don't want to tell the whole story, but it basically – he ends up, like, climbing to the top like Scarface, making all his money and <laughs> um, playing the stock market. And, you know, basically he pretty much in the process paints a big target on his back, and there's all these people that are kind of wanting a piece of him or they're trying to get his, his stash of, of happy pills or – I mean, there's all number of people trying to, um, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I mean, it's I I really enjoy this movie. I mean, it, it's not like I said, it's not it's not um it's not something that you that's gonna win an Oscar or anything. But uh, Robert De Niro, he he played a very convincing nemesis. I won't call him a villain because he's not really a villain in this movie, but he's a, he's a great nemesis and. I really enjoyed him in the movie, and the main guy Bradley Cooper, I think he does a good, does a good job too. Um, I like that guy. Like I said, it's great. It's a great ride. Um, some at the end of the movie, some of the questions I had weren't really answered, but I mean, it's it, it's it's something worth watching. I'd go back and watch it again. Um, so you know, Tuesday five dollar movie movie night at um Grand can't beat it. It was, it was it was a good ride.
2: So I guess out the A team, you can only go up. No. I
1: still haven't seen 18, but one of my friends was Don't. He, he was he was describing it to me and he made me want to watch it, but he's like a huge 18 fan. no <laughs> He was using his rose colored glasses.
2: Dude, that movie pain.
1: sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: gonna tell you right now, I love 18, Team, that movie was horrible. Oh wow. No, I heard
1: it. some dude told me he told me the guy playing Murdoch is the dude from um from the, the Neil Blunk movie. Uh District, District Nine. Bird. It's like the main guy from there. I was like, really?
2: I did not know that.
1: Like, I could not, I could not see that dude playing any other role. But
2: he's a good Murdoch. But that movie's all over the place. <laughs> that movie's all over the place.
1: But yeah, Limitless. Check it out.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, um, so when you watch Limitless, you probably caught the glimpse of a. New- oh yeah,
1: I did actually. <laughs>
2: uh, the first Avenger, Captain America, first full trailer out. Uh, you know what? Before we say anything, Halo totally ripped Captain America. I I don't know anything about Captain America, but when I saw the trailer, all I could think of think about was Halo. Halo, really?
1: I can I can, I can agree with that. The whole Super Soldier program. Okay. All right. It's 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 a huge parallel. Like like especially re, Well, you've never read any of the books, but if you read any of the books, yeah, he he's absolutely right. <laughs> It, the whole Super Soldier thing, yeah.
2: But you know what? It, 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 it gets me way more interested in Captain America than I was before. Um, and also from the trailer, I like the whole stylistic 19, is it? The 40s. 40s. Yeah, the 1940s stylistic thing they have going on there—it looks really, really cool. So
1: I think I think they're doing the era pick thing a lot better than First Class is, and I'll leave it at that. That's all the bashing I'm going to do to First Class this this podcast. All
0: right, okay, <laughs> we'll save that for later. <laughs> uh, like I, I have to agree. Like the only thing interesting about Captain America is his backstory, and if they can get that right in this movie, that's really exciting.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, from the trailer, looks like they're doing a good job of it, and yeah, I don't know where they're gonna go with it from, from you know, like you said, when they get past the backstory. But I'm definitely interested, and in, I'm, I'm going to see this movie. So,
0: oh well, I was, I had already, you know, decided, made my decision. They didn't have to sell me with a trailer. So I, I watched about half of it, and then I was like, eh, no, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> my, I mean, my, like, oh. my only issue with that trailer is how. How bad the computer-generated scrawniness is of pre-Super Soldier Captain America.
2: I thought it was okay. If if you never knew who the actor was, it would
0: be it would be kind of believable. Yeah, I mean, kinda. You know. But he's been in a lot of movies. He's it's not like he's a nobody. Uh, he was a Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah,
1: he was scrawny in Fantastic Four compared to Captain America. Mm,
0: not as scrawny as he is in that
2: trailer. Yeah, they have like a twelve year old in that trailer. They probably true, true, they, true, they probably true. went a little too scrawny if you ask me. Yeah. But still, I'm
1: saying, like he had a, he had to book up for their role though, like because he's freaking huge in his un-CG flaccid form. Yeah, they feed
2: him helix, <laughs> dude
0: he he oh, flaccid C- captain flaccid America
1: oh uh, yeah. you know i I'll, you, you hardly ever get a chance to use that word in a sentence
2: <laughs> flaccid <laughs> america
1: just <laughs> like i it's just like if i if i just i just bust out the bust out with that in one hour taking meetings. Your work orders today were real flaccid.
0: You definitely get some funny looks out of that.
1: I mean, it's not a bad word.
0: Not, not if you use it in the right context. But needless to say, it's been tainted. (laughs) Let's
1: look at the Urban Dictionary definition.
0: Oh gosh,
1: (laughs) a polite term to use to describe a dog that is long floppy. In blood feel but it's not stand out proud like a normal erection.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh- it <laughs> does describe the character of Captain America before the transformation.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Oh, gosh.
1: If I were ice cream cone, how would you eat me? I'd eat you, eat you real fast before I got flaccid. <laughs> That was on Family Guy, apparently. Oh, wow.
0: Oh, yeah, we I'm need
2: sorry. to move on.
1: I, that was the version for your arse.
2: So, can I please get a couple of bars of the Firefly theme song? Absolutely not. Take
1: my <laughs> life, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. <sighs> I'm still free, you can't take
2: the sky from me. <sighs> Bravo, bravo. Uh, I
0: hate that song. I love that song.
2: (laughs) It's it's awesome, dude. It's
1: it's one of those, it's so bad, it's good songs. (laughs) I I love it. Like, seriously, I love that song.
0: So, so, I've, I finished Firefly, and I watched Serenity. I, I mean, I just finished Serenity, like, an hour ago. And I like that movie. So do I. Like I like that movie a lot, and it's like I.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I,
0: I I seriously think that that movie is a great tribute to the show. Oh yes. Oh, in every way. And
1: it's the perfect way to end it. I was like, I don't want any more. Just leave it right there. Perfect. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you know, I'm okay with killing characters. Not of no no problem with that because both of their deaths. If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it. But both oh man, I was hurt though, the, man. The statute, I was hurt.
1: Go ahead and spoil it, dude. The statute of limitations has passed. on yeah. <laughs>
0: Um. So when they kill Wash.
1: Oh man, I was I died inside. Yeah. With yeah. You.
0: Oh man, I was like, no, <laughs> not nah, Wash. He's like the most likable character in any series I've ever seen. Yeah, and and like the the way that they did it, it was just like, okay, uh, Serenity's crashed. It doesn't need a pilot anymore, so let's kill him. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't think about it. Dude,
1: when he died, I thought about that scene at the beginning of the whole series where he's got the T-Rex and the, the um oh, He's like, Kershaw, sudden but inevitable betrayal.
0: But I can't talk about it without mentioning what I don't like. I didn't like the first act. Like the second act and the third act were perfect, but the first act had way too much backtracking. And what I mean by backtracking is they spent all 15 episodes of the uh, of the show l- making these characters grow together in, in like in, like a family, you know, in, including the doctor and River. The beginning of the movie is like, "Oh, I still don't like you."
2: Well, well, the thing is,
0: the movie they had, had to introduce it yeah. to people who but haven't people, seen the series. Like, him. if
2: thank you him. if
1: you if you just watch Serenity, it would actually make sense. Yeah. But if you've seen if you've seen the series, you know you would get a whole lot more out of it. But they had to do it. They had to have that little that at the beginning to kind of establish the characters.
2: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's it. That, that's the only excuse that I will accept. <laughs> because because <laughs> otherwise, I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs>
2: I mean it's something that's cool about the movie it like it it fills in gaps you didn't even realize were there until you saw the movie
0: yeah, yeah like i I'm, I'm glad they focused on River's story and I'm glad that they, they they uh brought the alliance in as a much bigger character and wrapped it around mal's history with fighting against them it's it's crazy thats that, that, that's a great movie. Yeah, that's I a great, am to that,
1: misbehave. The best line ever spoken in the movie. <laughs>
2: that, that that that's just a great work altogether, man. Like I'm I'm not really a fan of any of the Josh Whedon stuff. The wasn't Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and didn't he do yeah. something? There? I was I wasn't really a fan of those at all. But I mean, Serenity, man, it's is a classic. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I'm kind of a I'm kind of an Angel fan, but it was after I watched Firefly. If you go back and watch those shows, you'll be like, dang, they're very well written shows. Um, and the characters, they kind of have that same chemistry between each other. It's like the, the characters doing Firefly, but yeah, I'm not really a big Buffy yeah. fan either.
2: I mean, it, it's something about Firefly. So, some people might see like the humor is being kind of dry or whatever, but it's just the way those characters portray it. It's just like, yeah. it, it works. It totally works.
1: It's it's not forced at all, though. Like you said, it's it's, it's not... It's just, you know, it's like if I, if we were all, like me and my friends were sitting around at a table or something talking, you know, it's not like it doesn't go out of its way to try to be funny. It's just, it's just the humor's just there, I guess. Yeah,
0: it feels natural.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and one thing I know, I know you're gonna rip into me for this, but I'm also very glad that they toned down the western side of the show in the movie.
2: Well, I mean, it was a little bit of both, but it was more aligned. Yeah, like it more aligned than this the movie. So, I mean, I, you know. I didn't
1: really. Yeah, I guess they did tone it down, but I just didn't really notice because <laughs> I don't. I don't think about it being a western. You know, I it's just it's it's a, it's a it's a. Because I don't really think about it being a western. Even in the series, the western stuff didn't just like smack me in the face like it did you. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I, it, I noticed, it, I noticed it, but
0: yeah, that they kind to, of to me the shows right? way
1: more, it's, To me, it's like way more than than that. So I don't know. I didn't really notice.
2: I mean, and it may even be the case of it just being a movie. Period. You have higher production. Yeah. You know, just just like the Star Trek movies. They're they're nothing like the show. Well they're like yep. the show, but they're way, way more polished. Yeah. Way more clean and whatever, you yeah.
0: know. Alright, well that's it. That's all i wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to what we're playing. Carrie, you're playing a you're playing an old Zelda game.
1: Yeah, so I got a Wii last week, a black one. And um I got Monster Hunter trial which I still haven't taken out of the shrink wrap and I have Zelda which I haven't finished. But I've put a lot of time into it and um basic story you're 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 link in a I guess and um basically it goes from there. (laughs)
2: Like every other Zelda?
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of cool though because I was I was worried about the whole wolf thing kind of taking over the game, but the way they set it up, it's perfect because you know like the the, the parts of Hyrule have been overtaken by darkness, and you start as the wolf in the in the in the twilight zones, and you kind of clear them up, and then you go in as as regular Link, and you you go in and you take care of business, and I'm I'm really happy with the way they set that up. It looks like crap on my high def TV. <laughs> It doesn't matter how far back I stand it still looks like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that being said, as far as the art direction and the actual um the art style and stuff, it looks it looks great. Um it's just like I I can I can find myself imagining it in high definition. I I think I think really like real talk, I think Nintendo kind of missed the boat on that. Even though this is a great game. They really missed the boat on on not going high def. I mean,
2: yeah, I mean, does does it like really jump out jump out at you now? Because I mean, me yeah. not me not having a Wii, we've we've talked about it and, and ragged on it for like the past two years, but we've you know I don't own one, so I really don't know firsthand how bad it is.
1: It, it's worth owning, dude. It's like if somebody got you like a a twenty ounce porterhouse steak like sizzling just the way you like it, whether you like it medium, well, rare, whatever. Just perfect, grilled to perfection, and then they served it to you on a garbage lid. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about the Wii. It's a great – like this game is wonderful, but I, it just kind of hurts that they didn't go that extra mile and, and throw some high-def goodness in there. I really hope the next Wii is high-def or whatever they call it.
0: Well, they don't really have a choice now. They have to. They, 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 They have to. <laughs> You know everything yeah. Nintendo does except for like motion controls for the past 15 years have been has been one generation behind.
1: Yeah, it's just like I mean I felt like I was playing like a a, a GameCube or something because going from a from an Xbox to or a PS3 to like the it it, it was just really it jarred me a lot at first. I mean I'm kind of used to it. But not really. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I'm gonna stop bashing Nintendo for for their for their resolution choices. Cause because like resolution aside, the game is beautiful. I mean, the fr- the frame rate stays very very consistent. Um, and like I said, all, all the effects and everything they're great. I mean, it's just the resolution.
0: Um. Yeah. Uh- my only other
1: compl- my only other complaint about the game is that the platforming on it. Is very very clunky, which it was like that on Akeron like of Time, which was the last Zelda game I played. It's it's just very very clunky. I find myself inadvertently jumping in a wa- in a lava pits, in in water, in um just all. But it happens enough to where you're just like, dang.
2: This is it just the. Was it just the platform, and was the waggle controls? Or...
1: Well, it's it's the platform because you actually control a platform with the nunchuck, and it's a little analog. It's just it's just very very to me it's very very clunky. I mean it's not like unplayable, but I mean you have to like really 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 concentrate on on walking precisely, or you're gonna jump off. <laughs> I guess the I guess the auto jump is one reason. It's like because yeah, you get to the edge of a of cliff and you just you just jump.
0: Yeah, that, that that's exactly what, what it is, is there is no jump button. And there's never been a jump button. That, that's how Wind Waker played. That's how, you know, Majora's Mask played. So, yeah, that, yeah it was it's like, kind of weird. Like I said,
1: it, it, was exact, it was exactly like this on Ocarina. So, I mean, I guess it's just the way they wanted it to be, but it's, it's very, very clunky. But, it's, I mean, the jumping aside or the platforming aside, the motion controls, they don't really take away from the game as much as I thought they would. I thought... I was, like, really dreading playing this game on motion controls because I, I thought before I bought it that you could choose which one you want to do. But then I read you have to buy the GameCube version, which looks exactly the same and links left-handed. But <laughs> um, you that's the only way you can play without using the waggle daggles. But I, I mean, I've been playing it a while, and it doesn't really bother me that much. Well, it really doesn't bother me at all now because I'm used to it.
0: Um, yeah, well, then, m- m- the, 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 you know, the traversal is all done, you know, with, with the analog stick, which makes it a lot, alleviates a lot of the, well, yeah. the fear.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, my, I mean, I knew that. It's just the whole swinging the sword and, and, and aiming the bow and stuff. And oh my gosh, the bow, I was like totally like not wanting to use the bow or use the boomerang because like the aim was horrible until I set my sensor bar like right above my television, like on the little stand and that was fine but it took me a while to figure that out because i didn't really have much experience with the sensor bar but once i fixed that that was fine so I, I really don't have any problem with with the motion controls the only the only other funny thing about this game and this is really a complaint um you know they originally developed this on the game for the gamecube and links you know links left-handed um but on the Wii version, he's right-handed, and I thought they just like changed the model. But the, they actually just flipped the game around.
2: Mm-hmm. The whole like, game, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, they flipped, they flipped the whole game around. So like everything's in the revert, like in the opposite. Like if you play it on the GameCube and something's on the left, on the Wii it's on the right. Um, they just they just flipped the entire game, which I guess makes a lot of sense. But it's just like, wow, that's kind of lazy. <laughs> it was it was cheap though. <laughs> But, yeah, like, as far as, like, one thing that always pisses me off about modern games is the whole tutorial stage thing. And they do a good job, which all Zelda games do a good job of this. They kind of weave the tutorial part into the game so you don't really feel like you're playing a tutorial because the story is actually advancing. And that's that's something that, that stood out to me, and I really enjoy that. Um, <clears throat> I haven't been able to play it as much as I wanted to, but... I really really enjoyed the game and ho- hopefully I'll have it finished in the next week. I'll probably do a review. I don't know if somebody's written a review for it already, but I'm probably going to write another one and there'll just be
0: two. No, I think <laughs> I think you will be the first. What about but Is,
1: is it, it's well worth well worth buying a Wii for that game. It's it's that good.
0: I agree. <laughs> so you're also playing Crisis. Yeah, Crisis. I'm playing
1: crisis 2 um yeah this game has a lot of pc users for lack of a better term but hurt <laughs> um because it was supposed to be developed on the pc and on the console simultaneously and i've been hearing a lot this is like the only reason i even bought this game i've been hearing a lot of flack about pc people complaining about this game um calling the crappy console port and all this other stuff so i was like i, I gotta check this out um I got it on a deal from Direct to Drive, which I'll talk about later. But um, I bought it, downloaded it, started playing it when I got home. Um, <clears throat> this game's definitely a, a console port, because when I started the actual campaign, it had like the little contrast thing where you adjust your... Where you adjust your your brightness settings or whatever, and it was like if you can if you can't see the um the silhouette of the soldier, please adjust the settings on your TV.
0: Oh <laughs> man, so, so cool. yeah, they
1: this is definitely without without the shadow of a doubt a console port. Um, and that really really hurt me because do the first crisis game on my machine that I have now, I can run it. But it, I can't I can't run it at the max settings. I mean, it is a beautiful open like I was talking about the other day. It's an open world sandbox game. You can pretty much go anywhere. They give you an objective, and like you're in you're on an island, so you can go anywhere you want to go. Like tackle your objectives any way you want to tackle them. But this game, Crisis 2, it's definitely a console shooter, dude. You, you, you're on you're you're not on rails, but you have this one path that you can go down where the enemies are, and you go shoot them. And then they put another mark on your map, and then you keep going down that same path that they put for you, and it's just like they took all over. Like I'm not even talking about the other stuff yet. Yeah. Like it's 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 designed like a console game. So, they should not have called Crisis. So too. it's like
0: Call of Crisis.
1: Well, yeah, Call of Crisis or Crisis Low, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs>
2: Um, do do you think this was a necessary step though? Because well, if you if you look at the last one, very popular, everybody knows what it is, but very few people played it. I would dare say.
1: Well, dude, so, I don't I don't know about that. Cause, well, I mean, dude, that, at, they put it put I mean, it put Crytek on the map. Far Cry and Crisis, yeah. they put Crytek on the map. That's on they're. I mean, they bought they bought free radical Design, so they were making money
2: <laughs> i mean i no i'm not saying they were making money but i'm just saying it was a whole group of people on consoles that didn't have exposure to it or yeah. even Be,
1: beyond the well, shadow of a doubt yes they sold out i mean that's exactly what happened and i i from a from a from a business standpoint i can't blame them for doing it but it's just like they pissed on the people that that made them what they are they just pulled out. They pull, they pulled out their flaccid black Wii and and pee all over them.
2: So 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 was it more of them just um, catering to the console people, or or was it the graphics not being?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, what, I'm, what
2: it was in on the last one or yeah. taxing the systems having to have the best system out there in order to run the game. I mean, was that what yeah. pissed the great you know PC gamers uh. off?
1: I'll I'll get to that, I'll get to that, but imagine for yourself, if you would, the next Grand Theft Auto game, they turned the gameplay from, from free open world, they changed it to something like Siphon Filter, where you're, like I said, where you're running down halls and shooting stuff.
0: I'd be on board and, for that. You would? But I, but that's because I hate Grand Theft Auto. But.
1: <laughs> oh, well, okay, that was a bad example. Like, if, if you're a fan of sandbox games, and everybody who likes Crisis is a fan of sandbox games... Imagine them just taking your favorite franchise and just completely changing it to where, I mean, you have nano suits. Even the nano suit itself isn't as powerful as it is in the original Crisis. Like in the original Crisis and in Crisis Warhead, you have full access to all your nano suit abilities. And like, really, the only ones you have on here are are the strength and the shield and the stealth. Um, you don't like I haven't run to the speed yet. It's probably on there, but it you you're not you're not you're not a human tank. Like on Crisis, you're like master you're like freaking Master Chief that can run fast and be invisible and <laughs>
2: That's you're, not you're, like Master Chief <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and, and you're like fighting Koreans on the island and this is like this was like in the middle of New York. And it's like, you know, it's a linear path of progression. But, okay, I'm going to get off of the gameplay. I wasn't a fan. Now, if you want to talk about the technical side, this is where I'm even more furious. Because, like, what year? It's 2011, right? This game isn't, like, on the PC. It's not running on DirectX 11. It's not even running on DirectX 10. It's running on DirectX 9, which is like, in PC... In PC, um, in PC, um, years that would be like them programming graphics for the Xbox that looked like, or like programming graphics for PlayStation Three that looked like the regular PlayStation.
0: Mm, um, is it that ugly? They,
2: is that the same as uh, the last one? The, no, DX- Crisis
1: War- no, no, no. Though, I think Crisis Warhead ran on. It might have ran on DX9. It ran on. I think it ran on DX10 though. Well, yeah,
0: Crisis ran on DX10. Yeah, I'm pretty sure around x
2: ten. Wow.
1: But yeah, they, they they did that. And I mean, don't get me wrong, this game it, it's pretty, but if you play the first ones, I mean it's just like going from Halo to a certain extent. It's like going from Halo one to Halo two. Halo two looked quote unquote looked better, but the poly counts on the models were 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 a lot lower. And um it it's that's too extreme on here, like Close up, you can tell that the game doesn't really look as well. But like when you're out, they throw all these post processing effects on you, so like they have the lighting effects and the bloom effects and the high dynamic range, and they they do all this stuff, so you can't really tell. But like, it, I mean, it's a, it's a good looking game. But like, you have three settings on the PC: you have the you have the the gamer, enthusiast, and hardcore, and that's all you can change. You cannot tweak any of the graphical settings on the game at all. Wow.
0: Um, yeah, that does sound and, like a console port.
1: And I can run it I'm gonna tell you I can run this game I can run it max out on my computer and it doesn't even hiccup. And I mean I'm not complaining for that because I think that's the sign of a great engine, like I've said before. Like that's one of the reasons I like the source engine so much, is because it scales. But my thing is if this if this if this game scales
2: let it my, wide open my,
1: <laughs> yeah, let us let us have access to all the the the, the nooks and crannies. Yeah, open
2: the floodgates.
1: And, you know they're supposed to be now. I, I will say they are supposed to be patching the DirectX 11 thing. They're supposed to be issuing a patch. The game's only been out for like a week, so they're supposed to be issuing a patch that will unlock DirectX 11. And maybe when they do that, the graphics will look better. But that's that's still not going to help
0: the gameplay. W- yeah, it's not going to help the gameplay. Ah, uh, and. I'm sorry. Patches within the first week or first month of release just seem lazy.
1: Well, I mean, exactly. This they they pretty much they export to PC and they put it in a box. I mean, <laughs> like I, I heard this. I, I didn't play the game. I didn't play the game before before like like when you when you open the game for the first time, it it automatically downloads a 1.1 patch. Like I would read somewhere like the original 1.0 version of the game, when you open it, it says press start. <laughs> like when, when you open it for the first time, it's like press start to continue. So, you know, they, they, they wow. really, they really <laughs> did not tweak this for a PC at all. Um, I'm, I mean, some, there's some people that are a lot more pissed off than I am, but I just, I don't know. it. It's like, it's it's like it seems like to me it's like a step back and I know they did it for money and the game's gonna sell it's got great ratings on the console, um and, and I'm sure I'm gonna play through it I'm sure it's a great game but it's just I think it's a step back I think they should have I, I think they should have like made another IP or made this like a side like called it you know like they did Crisis Warhead they should have called it Crisis in New York or something they shouldn't have called it Crisis Two because it's it's really not Crisis Two. It's crisis four
0: or for the so or crisis two t o o
1: crisis whale <laughs> <laughs> another crisis.
0: Well, oh, man! Speaking of first-person shooters, I've been playing Battlefield Bad Company one, like the first one. Ah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're bad I, I I don't want to call it bad because it's not bad it It just plays so drastically different from any other military or just first person shooter on consoles than anything else I've ever played it like how long has regenerating health been a standard since what Halo one? It's been some time. Yeah, there. you know, you get shot, you hide behind something, your health comes back, you jump back out and start shooting people. That's not how it works in Bad Company. If you get shot, you you have a percentage meter that, you know, goes down from 100 to 0, and if you get to 0, you're dead. But instead <laughs> of having health packs laying around everywhere like used to be in first-person shooters, you have infinite numbers, you have an infinite number of, like, adrenaline shots you can take. But to use them, you have to get them out by toggling like the the left trigger, and then you have to use them by hitting the right trigger, which then you know you stab your chest and all your health comes back. Then you have to then toggle back to your gun to go back to shooting,
2: creating artificial pressure
0: on the user. Yes, <laughs> that,
1: that sounds pretty
0: lame. It's frustrating. Like I'm getting used to it. But there's been numerous times that I've died, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, oh damn, oh yeah, because I just forgot that my health does not regenerate.
1: I'm just like, if they're if they're gonna give you unlimited health shots, why not just make it automatic? That's just dumb. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, it, that that it just seems unnecessary. But you know, on top of that, the game doesn't checkpoint like regular games. It checkpoints, it, it checkpoints like a multiplayer game, in that it doesn't. <laughs> like wow. if you're if you're fighting your way through this this thing, when you die, it doesn't make you replay that thing again. It just spawns you way away from the battle, and you have to run back to where you were to continue what you were doing. What? It's almost like you're putting a quarter in. <sighs> hmm. And, Did you? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. What you were you know,
1: that's that's how Battlefield 2 was. It was the same way on the single player. Battlefield 2 was pretty much a multiplayer game with single player on it. single player <laughs> attached. I don't know about that. Well, so
0: yeah, I don't know yeah. About and, that company. but you know, th- there's really some promise in the single player mode because it, they're they put together a, a, a pretty compelling story with these these four misfit soldier dudes who basically get kicked <clears> out of the military, <laughs> and they're on this quest to steal money from, from uh, militia, or I'm sorry, gold bars from militia. It's it's like a, such a ridiculous story that it has its own character. And it that was the initial reason that I bought it and decided to play it because I was like, if this is like a, a first-person shooter that's funny and has a good story, why not? But it's so weird. And <laughs> Did you play the second one? No, I haven't played the second one yet. Okay, okay. And, well, and you, depending on whether or not I... You don't know what you're missing. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Uh, but the, the... Which is a good thing. It's a good thing that yeah. you haven't played the second
1: yes. one. Yes. See, you did it the right way. See, like, I played Mass Effect 2 and played the first one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm scared to play it because oh, I'm scared I'm going to be disappointed.
0: Yeah. See, I don't I don't like playing things backwards like that. I like going in, in, in order. But right? <laughs> the, the last thing I want to say about it is... One thing that it does really well is explosions. Things blow up everywhere. There's red barrels next to pretty much every building in the game, which doesn't really make any sense contextually, but you <laughs> shoot them, they explode, and the building goes with it. Large wow. chunks of the building just move, and anyone inside the building is now exposed to you know being able to be shot, which is a great game mechanic. You know, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I like being I want... able to see dudes on the map blow up the building they're in and then just shoot them.
2: Yeah, I wonder does it have this same mechanic? Like, uh, was it Red Faction Gorilla that had like the dynamic exploding buildings and you can knock a building over and it'll dynamically fall and stuff
0: like that? I wonder if it had that same type of engine. Going on? Uh, maybe. Um, I, I don't know how dynamic it is because I'm starting to see patterns. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, if you blow up this thing, this wall up until this point will, will, you know, blow out. But when you have a bunch of destructible buildings that can't really have an environment built inside of them because you, you can't destroy the art that is created for the game, what you end up with is a bunch of bad guys in empty decorless <sighs> buildings. <laughs> yeah, so there's these big rooms with, like, ladders and, and, and like, stairwells that are attached with drywall.
2: I mean, that makes a lot of sense, because, like, even if you have, uh, I mean, I think of something like Halo or something. If you have a rocket launcher and you hit a wall, it, <laughs> the, wall the wall shouldn't just stay up there, you know. It just makes sense that yeah. eventually they should build it into the gameplay where there's some
0: dynamic going on that, you know,
1: Th- that has impact
0: sense. on the game. But on the other end... Those buildings are gonna have something inside of them. They're gonna have wallpaper. They're gonna have televisions. They're gonna have p- paintings on the wall. They're gonna have something. These are just blank buildings. Yeah, yeah. And and that really just almost takes takes me out of it, you know. Especially I'm used to playing Call of Duty, and you know, Call of Duty has its issues, but at least it's cool looking. <laughs> I, I And I don't know if I like that game yet. I'm going to finish it. I'm going to try to get as many trophies out of it as possible, but I don't know if I'll be playing Bad Company 2. What's <laughs> well, so I heard? Bad Company 2 was really good, though. I heard Bad Company 1 was good, too. So
1: <laughs> Okay. Let's move on to deals. Chokes with the- on you!
0: <laughs> so there's some new oh, egg man. deals?
1: Yeah, but before I get on to new egg deals, I just want to say that I did not know Final Fantasy 3 was out for the iOS. So the DS version with the 3D graphics, you can get it on the iPhone now in the iPod Touch, which is I'm probably gonna download that as soon as we get done. But yeah, new egg deals. Um, there's some sweet deals on this on this um link, which I guess we'll put in the show notes maybe. But um, there's just a $399 Lenovo laptop with a uh, Pentium. 6200 which i'm assuming is dual core um four gigs of memory 320 gigabyte hard drive it's also a hitachi one gigabyte one terabyte <laughs> 7200 rpm drive for 49 dollars um you also have eight gigabytes of Skill ddr3 laptop memory for 72 dollars that's eight gigabytes and you also have four gigabytes of DDR 2 800 memory for the desktop for 54 and six gigabytes of DDR 360 1600 triple channel for APC for 64. And there's also a number of other deals on here, um, which, you know, NewEgg does this every week, but some of the stuff is just crazy how cheap it is. And I mean, it may not be, but only $10 or $20 cheaper than the normal price on New Egg, but it's still pretty good deals. I think. And um other than that
0: we have go ahead. I was gonna say New Egg is where I buy all my parts.
1: Yeah, I think New is where everybody <laughs> buys their parts. <laughs> but um <laughs> Drake to Dry is also having a um sale uh for from now until the end of March if you type in the code March Madness, you can get twenty percent off of any video game that you buy from their store. Now, I've only bought two two games. I bought Crisis Two. The Only reason I bought Crisis Two is because I refused to pay sixty dollars for a PC game, and I got it here for forty seven. That's the only reason. <laughs> only reason I bought it.
2: Yeah, um, I'm like, why is Dragon Age two fifty nine dollars? Really? Because they can yeah. get away with it. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood fifty nine for a digital game.
1: There's not more. They didn't put more work into it. I, I'm hoping. Is Valve gonna sell Portal Two for sixty bucks?
0: I hope not. I hope they don't. I don't. I of don't. all Of all companies, I don't think they would do it. But
1: yeah, I don't think they would either. But I wouldn't put it past them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: they're kinda, they kind of they kind of thrive on giving deals. So I mean, and they yeah. know they know the power of lowering a price on an item. According
0: to Steam, Portal is fifty dollars
1: sweet and the ironic thing about these six dollar sixty dollar games is most of them are console ports that's the ironic thing about it because um bullet storm 60 bucks pretty much the same um problems as crisis 2 as far as you not being able to tweak any of the graphical settings i mean it's pretty much a straight console port i think home front is like that as well which is another $60 PC game. I don't know about Dragon Age, but... Well, no, is actually 50 bucks. so I'll take that back. But it is a console port. Um, Dragon Age 2 is 60 bucks. I haven't played it, so I can't talk about it. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, same thing, $60. Bucks. Well,
0: that's a, that's a deluxe edition, two. so maybe...
1: Oh, it's the, it's the deluxe edition.
0: I don't, I don't know how you can make it deluxe if it's, you know, digital, <laughs> but... We'll see.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. Ubisoft for not having a $60 but you get what I'm saying there are, there are a lot of PC games that are 60 bucks now and most of them are console most of them are like that if there's a console version now I'm not going to say all of them are console ports but if it's out on the consoles and it's out on the PC most of the time those are the ones that are 60 bucks. wow
2: blur in bucks
0: hey that's Blurred? a good purchase yeah.
1: dude they actually, <sighs> there's actually a game I wanted to get on there that was $5 and I can't remember what it is um, they're they're actually also having a sale on racing games, which they're like seven, up to seventy percent off. But I can't remember which I can't remember which racing game it, it was. It was a game on there that I wanted to buy, and maybe that'll come to me, and I'll just blurt it out later.
0: Yeah, blur like Split need, Second only seven fifty. Need for Speed High Pursuits only fifteen bucks.
1: It's hmm. on the second page.
0: Yeah, they got some good deals on here. Yes, they do.
1: Maybe it was Sega All Stars Racing. I can't be it,
0: <laughs> but maybe it was. It's only
1: five dollars. Hmm. Test Drive Unlimited. That's what it was. But already had Crazy
0: it. Taxi. Two twenty five. <laughs> if you ever want to play, now's the time. Crazy Taxi. That is, that cost less than a double cheeseburger meal. <laughs> um, double
1: cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. Director drives trying to cut in on the Steam. Goodness! So they've been—they've really been knocking their own, knocking their game prices down. Now. Mm. But yeah, but my, my
0: stance—check it out. My stance on this whole sixty-dollar PC game thing is, it's—it's it's basically the the developers and. <sighs> Publishers. The publishers are saying, if you want us to keep making these stupid things, buy them at sixty dollars, so we get more money from them, so they can be, you know, so so we can justify them existing, because they're not having to pay the the publishing rights to anybody else except themselves. So, this why the- bigger of a return by jacking up the price ten bucks.
2: I mean, they should have some type of deals in place where they can like skip the publishers altogether for the PC releases and just sell them cheaper.
1: Like like Valve. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. True. True.
1: I think I think doesn't EA publish their publish their own um, box titles? Mm,
0: they used to. I I I think Valve has grown to a point that they that EA doesn't help them with that anymore. Oh. But that actually that does it. That one makes sense. That does it. That that that's a podcast. Uh you can you can listen to this podcast by visiting techpedition.com, or if you're already listening to it visit techpedition.com. <laughs> uh send us fan mail. Uh you can follow us on Twitter like us on Facebook. If you do either one of those, um, our, our feed just kind of goes right to your stuff, like <sighs> to your little portable devices, right to your your RSS feeds, to, to everything. So do one of those. Bring a friend. Yes. <laughs> Tell a friend. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, anything else? I think that's it, man. 89. 80, when did Batman come out? Is that 89? I think Batman came out Which right?
1: Batman are we talking the first about? First Batman. To find
0: the first, the, well, Batman, like the first t- comic, t- the, first Bat- movie, the first movie, the first cartoon Batman movie.
1: Okay, because <laughs> I'm like the comic. I think the comic's older than yeah, that. like 1889.
0: <laughs> no, all right, yeah, 80, 80, 80, 89 episodes in, in the can. Where does he get those very wonderful very toys? <laughs> <laughs> very,
1: very wow, even that can be taken out of context.
0: Oh man, my goodness. At least very, not a Batman's toys are flaccid.
2: Very very quick. Okay.
0: I, I need to I need to submit
1: some very very quick expedition. So our R is this
0: speed is a quest. Very very quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I like Place of Have a wonderful week. Uh, the, the tech has been casted.
2: Is that what we decided on? Yeah. The tech has been casted. Another tweet the decay go south, Very, quick. I
0: can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> that just (laughs) smells burnt and dusty